The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news guides, walkthroughs, and reviews like this week's featured article, a review of the brand new Nintendo Switch game, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. And remember, you can use Shack News Cortex to join in on the conversations like this week's Shack Chat, where the staff discusses their favorite all-time Kirby games. If you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Check News and at Checknews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play! Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. What is going on, everybody? I am your host, Big Play Dave, alongside Chris McNeil and Nick Padone. Gentlemen, how are you? Chris, what's going on? Hey, I got the show out there pretty quick tonight, Dave. I'm feeling really proud of you. About that. Yeah, how about that? Figuring out technology right off the bat. Heck was it that yeah. bottom right-hand corner? It was, Nick. Nice. That was a key. That Look was that. the advice you Our gave me. tech savant, Nick Padone. Look at that. Nick Once again, me. the younger generation just guiding hey. us older fellas on how to do this stuff. Got you guys. Got you guys. What's going on, man? Nothing. We have no injuries on the show, unlike the Cavs. We're doing okay. <laughs> Rough week. Rough week for our Cavaliers. But, hey, we, we got a we good got show. to see it firsthand, too, Dave. We had a little we big play outing. You, myself, Nick, Gab, all up there in the suite. Front row seat to see uh, – See our Cavs unfortunately lose to the Bulls, but we came oh, back. Wasn't back. the greatest game, no. first quarter. But then Gab started dancing. Chris, you sent out the video. The Macarena, and- that <laughs> Macarena brought us back for a little bit. Dave, did it not? Ooh, yes, it did. That was hilarious. How about that Lori Markin in first basket? Oh, yeah, let's, can we, can we, we talk about, about that for a second. So yeah. we pulled up the BetJack app, the free to play. I don't know if we were allowed to talk about it yet, but that's okay. Um, and so you can bet prop bets and you can bet who's going to score first. We put in for Lori. Oh, Nick, what hey, happened? Hey, I, I guided you to that. I don't know who <laughs> you guys were thinking like Garland Great, or somebody else. I'm like, Markinen, go Markinen. He always scores early. So we're sitting there eating our food, hot dog, you know, popcorn, chips, things are going on. Chris is pounding the table for Laurie marketing. So we do it. Yeah. Bet bet a couple fake tokens on Laurie marketing first basket. Wouldn't you know it? First first play of the game, marketing down the lane, wide open layup. Layup goes foul on the play, not on marketing and Coro. 
Yeah. A core shoots free throws. He missed the first free throw. Yeah, and they then took made away the, the marketing hoop. They took away the marketing <sighs> hoop. And they let you know what? It's okay though, because <laughs> a year from now we will be making so much money on our sports bets. It'll be fantastic. Off marketing first. Off marketing. Solely Easy marketing. Money, Dave. Easy money. Marketing first baskets. I mean, it was, a, to get it was a heartbreak. People were looking at us like we were nuts. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were going nuts. <laughs> the yes, we first were. basket of the game. Everybody's still finding their seats and we're going get nuts. Kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. It was fun. Uh, tonight on the show, we're kicking it off with our Big Play Power Rank. Then on to our featured interview with Guardians starting pitcher Zach Plesak rejoining the show, friend of the show. After that, we'll get into Cavs trivia with who wants to be a billionaire, hopefully giving away some Labatt Blues, a GV Archer. And then is on to Cleveland headlines, brought to you by TSE Cleveland, wrapping up with the best and worst tweets of the week. Let's kick it off with some power rank money. It's time for Power Rank Monday. All right, so you're not Nick. Whoop. There we go. There we go. If you, live, if you live under a rock, Will Smith went viral last night after slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. That was <laughs> uh, so we're going to power rank celebrities that we would most like to slap. Nick, love I feel it. Like you're the most uh, ready to roll on this one. I mean, mine. We do this segment in different themes all the time. Like every time Jake Paul fights, we do a celebrity we want to box, or Cleveland yeah. celebrities we want to see in a boxing. Mine is Evergreen, Mark J. Weather. <laughs> Everyone's like, who? <laughs> the, what, what is what is the hate? Tell us the backstory again. Yes, give the Mark Johnson, Cleveland weatherman. I was in high school. He was tweeting some bad Cavs takes. This is like 2015, 2014 calves. I tweeted at him, Mark, why don't you stick to the weather? He took offense Ooh. to that. Ooh. He shut took up and, Shut up and weather. <laughs> yeah, I told him shut up and weather. He took great offense to that, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, we what just did, what ex- he say to you? We just exchanged pleasant. So my bio at the time was Nordonia Junior. Even though I was going into my senior year, I wasn't was never been a big bio guy. And then uh, he he says, "So what's your take, Nordonia Junior?" And I said, "Come on, Mark, I'm a senior now. You know, I I nudge him back, play friendly with him." And he said, "Yes, with a junior mentality." Ooh, <laughs> struck a nerve, oh, struck no. a nerve with a young 17 year old Nick. So I tweeted back Point at him and said, man. and I said, Mark, you're almost Fox eight material. Wow. And I feel he, like he won that battle. <laughs> you won? Gone with shut up and Doppler. <laughs> yeah, I that that been won. Shut up and Doppler. <laughs> Nick, I feel like you're, you, you took the L there. I think you need a win here. Yeah, I know. So that's what I'm saying. If, if you're going to slap ever... the local weatherman. Local weatherman. Any yes. celebrity anywhere in the universe, you're slapping a local weatherman. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I don't I don't have many bones to pick. I, I'm a easy get along with guy, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have many celebrity gripes going on. I mean, Colleen, I 
Colin Coward kind of won his battle on all of us. And other than that, ouch. Yeah. I I would go with the YouTuber Preston plays. I you guys probably don't know who that is, but he nope, is we've talked the about him before. Most annoying person ever, and he's this. I think he's like thirty. I think he probably has like kids, but he he dresses like he's twelve and like pretends to be like one of these little kids on YouTube and just plays Minecraft and screams into his microphone like How annoying is that, Chris? He's very annoying. Yes, very annoying. I'll agree with you there. Yes. So Preston on YouTube gets my slap. Okay. James Harden. James Harden. Come on. We've talked about him many <laughs> times on the show. I mean, Mr. Y Ball, Mr. YMCA, James Harden. I mean, every single, you know, just BS thing you could see on the basketball court, that guy does. And so he yep. earns my slap by far. I mean, either that or you go Kelly Olenek. I mean, he's got to be up there, right, guys? We haven't forgotten about that, what he did to Kevin Love. He is definitely up there. You know, I mean, one that's one that's all NBA. I mean, I'm petty yeah, as hell, so I'll go all the way back. You want to go John Elway? I'll go John Elway. I'll slap slap him right across his horse teeth. Come on, you're not, you're not knocking Bring those suckers out, huh? You're not knock, knocking those suckers out. No, that might hurt my hand, man. <laughs> yeah, those that's are a those lot are of enamel right teeth. there. Hand to enamel. I think I'm losing that one. How about Jared on Facebook says that he would slap brown spaces on Twitter. <laughs> That's a great Facebook comment. That's fair. Yeah, just just one big slap to a couple hundred people that's sitting there every night and just pound the same mute points over and over and over again. How how about how about this one? Slap Steph Curry and get that mouth guard just flying across the room. (laughs) Yeah, that would be worth it. Just a big old slap. Chris, you got a lot of NBA guys. You know the NBA guy that's been irking me a little bit, and and exactly. leave the the off the court whatever. The Kyrie, 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 he hit my... the biggest shot in Cleveland history. He has, and I was yep. never an anti Kyrie guy, but you man, sure sounding like it now. I am because I I wow. watch these Nets games, and him and KD together are so magical. And like you said, Chris, he hit the biggest shot in franchise history, and I yeah. can't stop myself but thinking every Nets game, like, man, had that guy not broken up the band, who knows, we could have had the dynasty in Cleveland. And and that bugs me. That eats at me a little bit. Because he is, he's on, he's been on an absolute terror. A lot of NBA players. Any NFL players. Well, Mason Rudolph. He he needs to get smacked Mason, again. There you go. Mason Third Rudolph. stringer for the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I can't think of any more. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, but he's retired. Yeah. So Lamar. Let him, let him live. Lamar, eh. You'd hurt him. <laughs> Injure him. Uh, Nick's, just, Nick's just trying to stir up things with his Ravens friends. <laughs> no, those people. Those people <laughs> are bored. I mean, I'd love to hate him, but you can't hate Joe Burrow, really. So I'm not going to slap Joe Burrow. And he's got veneers, so them boys are porcelain. Yeah, you're not knocking t- those. Not going to touch well. Joe Burrow. He's a he's an Ohio guy. I know, playing for the enemy, but I I think NFL man, mine would be Lamar Jackson. He tries to play what? that. He tries to play that lovable guy, but really he's a little cocky, and I feel like he's probably a dick behind the scenes. How about this one? How about Jim Harbaugh? I just want to see what his reaction would be because who knows what the hell he's going to do. You talk about the ultimate wild card. I mean, I I had no idea what he he would just take his glass of warm milk and throw it in your face and then just attack you. 
who knows, man? Or just hiss at you. Yeah. He'd be crazy. Or like maybe like a Bill Belichick. See if you no. can get him off his game. He's a yeah. little old to slap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least yeah, Mark, Mark J. Weather. Mark J. Weather. Elder abuse. We're gonna get how, old is, how old is your weatherman, Nick? I don't know, but I feel like if I at least went for him, he better be putting his hands up. We need to do the big play boxing. We do. I'm so for that. Even like like the three of us in a broadcast booth while Sir Yacht puts no, on you're, some. No, you're definitely fighting, Nick. You're oh, fighting. Yeah, you fight. You're the young buck. You're the, you're the team. I mean, you're I'm not going to fight a weatherman. I like, feel like you a weatherman would knock you out. Come on. How embarrassing on. would that be? Let's not get crazy. You talk all this crap about him. For he years. comes out and lays <laughs> you out in the first round. He's just like, go back to high school, bitch. <laughs> Why don't you give him an act? How about this? <laughs> I've never heard the guy talk. Yeah. I don't know what he talks like. I, I don't know. Coming in. Yeah. No, that'd be fun. I, I definitely feel like I I don't know. I wouldn't want to go the Jake Paul route of fighting a 50-year-old guy that's that does the weather. Then again, I'm kind of sound like you did. No, Not no. I would like to slap if if it was like the setting of last night, I would like to go up there and so you slap want to hit him. him without him coming back at you. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> okay. It's like your Twitter beef with him. Yeah. I know. I was all over the place. I really didn't think he would reply because back then, you know, I was literally just like a high schooler with a Twitter account. Like there were zillions of those. And not like you are now where you're just huge and everybody (laughs) looks at you and they're like, that's Nick, man. There we go. We got Johnny. You says, get Timmy van to set it up. That's our boxing buddy. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. We, we could, we could make that an event. I really do. I really think so. We'll 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 put our collective heads together and see what we can come and up. Foxy with. boxing. We'll get Sir Yacht Yacht boxing. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. Just have there been any more Cavs injuries since we started the show? Just, <laughs> no, but the Cavs are up right now, and okay. time is running off the clock. We're up by eight with just about nice. a minute left. We hit triple digits in this game, gentlemen. We're at a hundred. And nice. a big dunk there by Markkinen. He came back after the injury, and he is back with a vengeance. So, there Jazz go. looking good right now at home. Heck Glad yeah. to hear that. All right, so let's sum up this power rank before we move on. So we're going <laughs> three James Harden, two Preston, and one Mark. Is this Mark J. Weather? Mark J. Weather. out our ire on Twitter local weather man. Well, it's that's not you guys. That's me. So if you want to put that's all you, play, yeah. So if you want to put James Harden one, I feel like we all collectively hate James Harden. So he could be one. But really, it's just me against Mark J. Weather. That's true. I do oh. think John Elway's a little low, but you know, however you guys want to slice and dice this thing. What about I, Draymond Green? Yes, he's up there for sure. Although he is back playing at the Warriors, and now they stink. So that that's right. all right. Yeah. Well, We'll give him a pass for that. Was there any? Was there ever a time you would have put LeBron James on this list? Wow! Yes. Right after he left the first time, yes. in the purple checkered shirt. Yes. Yeah. Wow. While he's still on the air with Jim Gray, like, wow. right, when he, right when he says, wow. "But, but it, it's going to a good cause." Like, <laughs> I think he would have had a line of Clevelanders just Oof. there to slap him. It would be like that airport. Remember airplane? The lady in the seat, where they had the line of people just shaking her and you know i guarantee nick has never seen airplane yeah have you no. seen airplane nick nope are you aware of airplane yes the movie okay nice can you name what nba basketball player was in airplane no nope. but i know there was one that's all i know some nba player 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's right. I could have got that. So there you go. You know, we we talk about the decision a lot locally. I feel like nationally that doesn't get enough play because that was like a little bit so long ago, a long time ago. He won us a championship. I mean, I yeah, I I love LeBron. I don't want him to pile on LeBron, but it's just that was a bizarre event in sports that happened that he went on national TV, reportedly never told anyone. Right. I, I. feel like that doesn't get Nick, enough. You're from, you're from this area. You cover Cleveland sports. We have a bizarre story every other day. We have a quarterback who everybody said, oh, the Browns are off this list. I don't even know why they made that. And then all of a sudden on what, a Friday afternoon, it's, hey, oh, by the way, you guys signed Watson. He changed his mind. What do you mean he changed his mind? <laughs> Dude, I went back that is like, true. a few months ago to one of our shows, and I, I think I was like, 100% Baker Mayfield's our quarterback for the next 10 years. Bobby <laughs> Carpenter came on. And Bobby's yeah. like, no, absolutely not. There is no way Watson ever comes to Cleveland. I mean, he was hard on that. And yeah, that so was good. Were we. So are we. We were all in the same boat. There's no way this is happening. I said, how many times Baker Mayfield is inevitable? Yep. And I still could be right, by the way. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. That we'll is see. not happening. All right. It's time to move on. That's enough power rank. It is time for our featured interview of the week. Zach Plesak joining us from Arizona. Let's kick it. What's up, you guys? Thanks for having me. You hear me all right? There we are. Yeah, we got you, man. How you doing? Awesome, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's 26 degrees here. How's Arizona, man? (laughs) It's good right now. It's it's raining outside. Uh, I think the next couple of days we're expecting some rain, but it's been super super nice. In the morning it's cool, but as the day gets going, it it warms up. So by the time it's like one or two in the afternoon, it's the sun's out and it's hot. It's like ninety five. So um, not looking to looking forward to cold weather, but you know, <laughs> shoot, it's hot though. I honestly I take a little bit of cold than over hot overheat because when I pitch and I start to sweat i'll go through every jersey we own and it's a mess dude i i sweat (laughs) much to be playing in the heat so do you change like during the game yeah no i I go through two or three jerseys a game no matter what if i'm starting no kidding yeah i'll do my whole warm-up um and throw and then get ready for that first inning my whole warm-up will be in its own jersey um and then i'll go switch i'll switch put on a new jersey for the first inning probably go you know, depending on how, how hot it is, a couple innings, maybe three innings. Uh, if everything's going good, by like the fourth or fifth, I'll throw on another one. Hopefully last me to the end. Now, is that superstitious at all, or is that just purely sweat? No, it's just I just want to feel good, you know. Like, I just like feeling light, and I, I don't like feeling wet, you know. And after an inning where you're you're grinding and you're sweating, and then you, get, you cool down, you know, like the breeze hits you, and you start to get cool, and then you kind of get – like it's a different type of cool when you're wet, you know what I mean? I I can be dry and loose, but when I'm cold and loose, I start getting, you know, that's when you start getting stiff and you just don't feel as hot, you know. Zach, how many how many polos are you going through on the golf course? You got like extra ones in the in the golf cart there? <laughs> no, nah, I actually got my good luck polo. I got like a few of them, but um like not a, not that many, probably a handful of polos, but I try to rotate them and I I use them uh based on how my last 
playing went in that shirt. So if I've been playing good in a shirt, I'm going to keep it rolling. But if it's, if I had a bad round, I'm definitely moving on to a different shirt. That's funny, man. I, I saw on Instagram all the cool courses you've been playing. Me and Chris are big golfers. What What's the, the best course you've played this offseason? Um, that's a good question. I think I've played so much golf this offseason. Um, Dude, I, think, I saw you on Waste Management. What is that, 16? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I played that whole – I parred it too. Nice. Was, I was trying to figure out what the crowd would be like, if, you know, after I seek the putt. But <laughs> Just looking up there. Of course, I played on would have to be Cascada um up towards vegas okay and that place is different it's like each hole is its own experience like each hole that you're on you don't see any other hole from the hole that you're on so it's it's pretty unique there's no you can't walk the course because it's like 10 miles long but which are um, no kidding yeah well i mean you if you're crazy but at the same time <laughs> it's that's what makes it so unique because each hole is its own experience and you're private you, you have the privacy of the own your own hole that you're on you know it's pretty cool that's sweet hey what's yeah. the uh zach plesak handicap what do you what are you rolling with right now honestly i would say around like somewhere like 12 14 ish okay you know? I'd okay say, yeah i'd say yeah i'll give myself 13 right in the middle all that's right pretty good yeah I'm, I'm sitting at like a 17 yeah you are I'm only yeah, 16, 17. I put in a golf watch him. this winter, so it's it's gone down a little bit. But uh, Chris, what what are you Zach, at? You're- Zach, there's no way you want to play with him and give him four strokes, though. There's there's no way, or, or the opposite way around. Him giving you four strokes, you do not want to do that. Don't play him at a 17. He's been playing pretty good every time I play with him. I used to in high school. I used to be a four handicap, but these days no I don't way. know. I'm, I'm up there in the double digits myself, and yeah. depending upon the day, I could shoot anywhere from you know a seventy to a ninety. It seems exactly. That's yeah. the, that's the game of golf, you know. It's, that's what makes it so fun, and just that's being a, like I love being outdoors, and I love yeah. sunshine, and just I, when I start sitting inside for too long, I start getting anxious and stuff. You know, I need to yeah. start moving around, and that's why I think golf is such a good hobby for me, is because I need to be moving around, or I start freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, all right. Me and Reflog versus you and Bieber on the course. We'll we'll set it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll set it up. <laughs> so Zach, last time you were on, we were tr- we were trying to rename the team. That yeah. was it was the where we went with the Orcas. Curious, wow. uh, they didn't go with it. I don't know yeah. why, but uh, what, what's your opinion of the Guardians? I'm I'm kind of curious from a, a non-Clevelander because you know we're we're all kind of aware of the the Guardians background here in Cleveland. What what do you guys think of the name? Yeah, I mean, just going through the whole process, you know, understanding of kind of how it came about, yeah. understanding more of the history of the city um, is cool uh, for me just because I'm not – I'm from the Midwest, but I'm not from Cleveland. And it, it kind of allowed me to dive into the city of Cleveland and the history and the meaning behind, you know, the names. And Guardians was definitely – not anywhere on my radar, I think, when I was thinking of team names that we could have. And I, yeah. But after realizing the reason why that they changed the name to the Guardians and the statues that are throughout the city on the bridge and the Guardians of the city, and I mean, it, it definitely serves a great theme. And um, the jerseys are sweet. It looks great. Um, the logo is pretty cool, too. Love the, the wings on the baseball or on the G. Um, Do so you? Overall, I you, think you really cool. like you like the wing baseball. We got some haters of the yeah, wing baseball. Yeah, the fans are really split. This is a well, this is a sore subject amongst the fans. They do not like that logo, Zach. 
I know. I, I hear it. Well, you know, the wing, the wing part of it's cool. I think the yeah. baseball part, I think, I mean, shoot, we could have been a little more creative maybe with a G or a different kind of logo with a wing, but I think the wing play on the logo is super okay. cool. They could refine it where it doesn't look like clip art and make it look like really cool. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I feel we're it. Getting, hey, we're getting there. Yeah. We're step by step. Brick by brick, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, the uniforms look sweet, man. Definitely. And then the the renovations coming to the stadium next year are going to be pretty sweet too. I heard new clubhouse renovation all around the stadium. It's going to be all a lot of, a lot of good stuff getting put into the stadium. Heck yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Yeah. Zach on the field, how excited are you? You know, you guys, especially in your room with with these starting pitchers. I mean, this is going to be another consecutive year of Cleveland baseball, just with dominant pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's really our mo. You know, is yeah, we, Cleveland's always been a team that's pitched. We've developed pitching, um, and it's just cool now because the past couple of years, it's kind of been a toss up for who's going to be in the rotation, kind of what we want to do with certain guys, um, the roles that guys have. And now we kind of all have, we, we finally have our whole group of guys who have had experience and now we get to go play a full season together. You know, last year was, was my first full season in the show. And with that came a lot of challenges and learning lessons um, and just self-identifying. But I think this year is just so, so exciting because we, we have our, we have our guys and they all have experience. They all know what they're, getting themselves into and now it's just really going to be important for all of us young cats to to really lean on each other you know to to keep each other pushing each other and continue to be good throughout the season and be great and trend on an upward on an upward trend you ever come after beaver and say like you're coming for his Cy young like (laughs) is there competition between you two because i know you have the stuff for it dude i know it's tough like and that's what that's what's crazy like this to win those awards and to be in the runnings for those you, things got to fall into place, right? Like you got to be healthy a full year. You got to, you got to shove guys got to be making plays behind you. You got to be feeling good. You know, the confidence is through the roof. So everything kind of falls into place for those moments. And that's obviously something I'm striving to, to do um, in my career. And I personally believe I have the repertoire to do it, you know, and I think it just comes down to execution and, just being smart about pitches, you know. I think a lot of times, even last year, I threw too many pitches in the zone, and that's one of my strengths. I like to get ahead early and maybe get quick outs so I can pitch as long as I can. You know, each game I, I pitch, I try to pitch the whole game. You know, that's like my mentality. Um, and some guys try to strike everybody out, you know. And I'll take a strikeout when I can, but I'm attacking. And at the same time, with, with saying that, I need to, I think, just be more conscious of when I do throw balls in the zone and how much zone I – I catch when, you know, I'm ahead in the count compared to behind the count and all those good stuff. Hey, after the lockout now, obviously it's a little bit different. You have less time. Uh, do you think the lockout hurts pitchers or batters more in terms of getting ready? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, uh, I guess it really just depends, dude. I, um, I figured from your perspective, you say pitchers, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would say pitchers <laughs> – in the sense of that's like dude it okay how do i explain this if <laughs> at the pitcher we're so just peons out oh. here you're gonna have to dumb it down a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Talk to me like i'm five yeah, yeah. explain it to me like i'm five 
it's as pitchers we're so meticulous and everything we do is based on feel right if it's feeling good everything's good you know once you're kind of feeling off your rhythm's off or your timing's off things start to go awry um and i just compare it to like like hooping you know like it i played basketball my whole life and as soon as the say i go to a park and run some pickup it's like at the end of the day, I know how to play basketball. I'm going to compete and react and play. And I feel like it's the same way as a hitter. You're going to go up there and you're going to see the ball, hit the ball. And it's not as much feel or it's not as, um, I guess, routine driven. You know, as pitchers, we so, like we got to do what we have to do to prepare ourselves. It's so like, and I'm not trying to take away from hitters preparation and the meticulousness. Some guys are super detail oriented. And I just think pitchers kind of, thrive when they're on a good routine and they know they're in a good spot, you know, and through the lockout, when the time, when we were away from the field, it kind of drove guys away from the routine a little bit, I think. And the timing, we didn't know how much to build up or um, whether to take a break. So um, I think pitchers kind of take the longest to find their stride, I guess, if that makes sense. How about you personally? Where are you at in terms of getting stretched out and get the number of innings up so that you're going to be ready to go for the season? Yeah, I mean, I'm in a good spot. I think I just put in all the work in the offseason to feel healthy. Um, you know, the buildup is, is is weird, right? Like they have the innings and then you have pitch count. And sometimes you don't reach your pitch count, but you reach the innings and then you kind of get you kind of get the reins pulled back on you because, you know, there's too many up downs. So. Right now, uh, I just pitched into the fourth, my last start. Um, and when the season breaks, I'm, I'm hoping they give me like a 75 to 80 pitch um, threshold, you know, and with those pitches, I can do what I do what I can with um, hopefully pitch as long as I can in the games. But I'd say I'm leaving, leaving camp. I'm, I'm hoping to be at least a five inning buildup um, and 80 pitches probably. Fantastic. Nice. Well, Zach, how, how weird did the lockout get for you guys? Because I know, like we were, we were starting to panic a little bit. We were stressing yeah. a little bit on the show. How how weird was that for you guys? It was weird. Uh, I mean, there's, I wouldn't say panic on our end, but um, there's just uncertainty, you know. And with that uncertainty comes other things, you know, anxieties, overthinking, um, questioning yourself. I guess you know, not even yourself, but just like. Like I said before, it took you, takes you out of your routine to to under, to to feel the confidence that you know where you are in that moment and what you have and what you're working with, and that takes time to build, you know. And that's why a lot of guys throughout the season you you want to be trending upward. So by the time you it's the end of the year, you've been trending and find your stride in the right times. And so then it's August, September, and you're pitching your best games, and you're going, you know, hopefully playoffs. So it's a it's a continuous climb. Um, I think throughout the season and uh, when you're feeling good and everything's on, you try to hold on to that as long as you can. And when things aren't good, you've got to find a way to compete and go help your team win. So um, it's crazy. Last year I felt like the right when I was catching my stride, you know, I break my thumb and then I break my thumb and I'm rushing to get back and I finally catch my stride. And then it's like the season ends, you know, and it's like, that's tough. And, you know, and you go in the off season and just prepare and train and keep that confidence and just, carry it over and so far this spring it's it's been really good i've been throwing all my pitches how i want i think the last step for me to break into the season is just that fastball command just locking it in 
and being able to execute fastball where I want to whenever I, I need to because, you know, it's the most important pitch. It sets up everything. If you can execute a, a heater down at the knees or brush a guy back and open up the other side of the plate. So um, it's fun. I mean, we everyone. I mean, I feel healthy. I don't want to speak for everyone else, but I think we're all healthy and just really just like there's a buzz going on right now. And you guys are close, aren't you? The starting pitching crew. It seems like it. Yeah, no, it's a good group. Like all of us are all all boys, and that's something that I I'm not used to yet, you know either yet, which is another reason why I'm so we're so excited. And just since I've been called up, and I can speak for um, Clev and Bieber, and you know just breaking into the big leagues it's super uncomfortable no matter what and when we <laughs> break when we came through it was a bunch of veterans you know older guys who were intimidating and already had their their groups established of who they chilled with and you know they already had they already knew when they sh- showed up to the yard that day who what role each pure person had in their responsibilities and now it's like no, not i'm not saying there's no more tiptoe because we all hold each other accountable and it's just it's exciting because we do have that close relationship, and I I do feel comfortable going up to anyone in the you know on our staff and asking a question. You know, everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, you know what also is awesome? Baseball cards. Can you play for a couple of minutes? Yeah, let's go. Yes. All right, Chris, give the uh, the background on this for baseball cards. There's some music. Teach the people how to play, Chris. Okay. So, Dave, as we play every week on this show, or as often as we can, baseball cards, I've got, this time I've only got one pack. Normally we've got two packs, but this is one large pack. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to discard the top card from this pack, and then I'm going to deal out the next 10 cards will be either mine or Zach's, and then the other person will get the next 10 cards, and the best two players out of those cards are going to be judged upon by both Nick and Dave. And whoever nice. has the best two players will be our winner. Okay. And as always, Julio Franco and Dan Plesek are wild. They're both wild <laughs> in this game. That's the way we played it, Zach. Zach, do you want the first 10 cards or do you want to wait and go second? I'm going to take the second. He'll take the second. Okay. Good call. I'm opening up this gigantic pack that they sent me from Amazon. <laughs> All right, 10 each. Let's go. Okay. I'm discarding. I'm discarding. The Stan Musial card. And here's the next 10. Number one, Jerry Royster. In what era, Chris, what era is this? Uh, this looks to be 1988. Dundas, wow. 1988. Now, Zach, when you play, have you played cards this far back when you played baseball cards? Uh, there might have been a mix. There's been a mix of it. I don't think it's been strictly that era before, but there okay. was definitely 90s, some 80s guys in there, early 2000s. So we're going okay. late 80s on you. Jerry, <laughs> Roy- Jerry Royster, Geronimo Barroa, outfielder. Nope. Todd Stottlemyre, pitcher. He was a pretty good yeah. pitcher. All right. That's a winner so far. That's my third. Greg Jeffries. He wasn't bad. Infielder for the Mets. Okay. That's number four. George Bell, outfielder for Toronto. This is rough. Yep. Joe Price, another pitcher. Whoops. All right. What number card is that? This is not good so far. That's three. I've got six down. Ron Gant. Ron Gant was not. That's a good card. Ron Gant's good. Uh, Here's another one. David Cohn, pitcher. I like that one. Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson. He played in the league forever. And let's see. Is that it for me? (laughs) That's it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, that's nine. All right. Roger McDowell. 
pitcher from the Mets. Oh. Boy, there were a lot of Mets in here. Mets and Blue Jays. Okay. That's not bad. All right. Zach, let's, let's go. go with your cards. You've got Manny Lee, infielder, Blue Jays. Mm. Gary Templeton, shortstop, Padres. Wow. Mm. Tim Tufel, second Ooh. baseman from the Mets. Do you know any of these players so far, Zach? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Scott, Scott Terry, he's a pitcher. He's a pitcher right. from the Cardinals. Scott Sanderson, pitcher from the Cubs. Oh, this is tough. What is a tough, tough deck? Al Newman, infielder from the Twins. Oh, look at this one. Next card, it's a it's a pitcher by the name of Tom Glavin. You ever heard of that guy? Oh yeah, there we go. That may be your winner oh, right boy. there. That might be your winner. What's let's see, number of cards he got. One, two, three, four, five, six. That was number seven. Number eight is Kevin Hughes. Nothing there. Doug Sisk, another pitcher. And discard that card. David Wells, Ooh. another pitcher. That's pretty solid right there. That's solid. I would imagine you're probably going to go Glavin and Wells on this yeah, one. Yeah, huh? I'll take them for sure. Two lefties. That's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, going pitchers <laughs> too. I'm going to go David Cohn and what? Ron Gant versus nice. your David Wells and Tom Glavin. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Who do you have as our winner today? Will it be me or will it be Zach Plesak? I like Ron Gant a lot, but this is clear Plesak winner right there. Yeah. Not even close. He smoked me. He smoked <laughs> me. He got a Hall of Fame. Zach, we kept you too long, man, but we really appreciate the time. Anything you want to say to Cleveland? Oh, no. I'm, thank you guys again for having me. And to Cleveland, I'm excited to get to Cleveland and start playing and pitching to progressive and wearing – Cleveland Guardians across my chest in front of the fans. Let's Beautiful. go. Beautiful. All, All right. Zach. We're excited Appreciate to be there. You. All right, y'all. Thank you guys again. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank you. See you, Zach. Right, Later, man. All right. Great stuff out of Zach. You know, he always gets me pumped, too. No matter how cynical I am about <laughs> our Cleveland Guardians, you, Dude, you, sit there, you listen to him and you say, man, oh, man, I am excited for this team. That's he's great. super. He's That's positive. Great. He, he no, is. he is. I, he is. I just, I absolutely love that. But I mean, the stuff that he said had some merit that they're a close yes. group, that they're all around the same age now. The vets are kind of gone. It reminds me of the Cavs, Nick. Ah. You know, yeah. Jared Allen said that earlier in the year. He's yeah. Like, we're all the same age. We're all coming up together. All right. Are we about to get in front of this? Are the Guardians fun? No, no. no. <laughs> Are we going to have the funnel meter? Do we have it set yeah. up yet? Yeah, Guardians meter. You no. know what wasn't fun was that deck of cards. I did not. Ooh, know. that was a tough one. That I'm was a go, tough one. I'm going to see if there's anybody else. Jay Bell from the Indians. Yeah. No. Maybe save him for next. You know, time. I was nervous too because please act are please act around my age. So like when we get through some of those rough packs where it's like, who the hell are these people? It, it he makes his stuff though, man. He yeah, he does. Things. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, he, he he knows a lot more than you, Nick. Come on. <laughs> I'm not, I know Let's he does. be honest hey, here. We're around the same age. Yeah, he's a professional baseball player. I would hope <laughs> a little bit more than me. You guys going to give away some beer? Yeah, let's do it. You want to talk some calves? Give away let's a GBR shirt? Let's do let's it. Let's do both. It is time for Who Wants to Be a Billionaire?
how it works. Each week, one contestant gets their chance to win some Labatt Blue Lights. This week, we bring on Ryan at Ryan underscore Tremendow. Ryan, welcome to a billionaire, man. How are you? Hi, how's it going? Nice shirt. Oh, Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a solid I had to rep one. the team, you know, since they're one of the sponsors tonight. So there you yeah. go. Oh, oh yeah. my man. That's fantastic. <laughs> how how confident are you in Cavs trivia? I'm pretty confident. You know, I mean, I, I feel like I know more than the average person, the average sports fan about the Cavs. But I think I hope I didn't psych myself out because I was on like <laughs> basketball reference earlier today looking at like old Cavs teams and obscure nice. stuff and things yeah. like that. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what we get. Hopefully you didn't overstudy. Remember that used exactly. to be a thing if you study too much for tests, you just mess yourself up. So we'll I see. can't remember it. Right. That's right. That was it. I kind of shut it down after a while. I was like my yeah. head started to hurt and I was just like, nah, we'll, we'll just go into it. All right, so for cramming and wearing the GV shirt, obviously you're going to get a hint along the way. Okay, so we got a lot on the line. If you get stuck, you can also phone a friend. Reflog here, we'll call them on, put them on speakerphone. They have five seconds to answer after we read them the question. Are you ready for question number one? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, question one for a six-pack of Labatt. The Cavs play the Knicks on Saturday. Which current Knicks guard and former MVP signed with the Cavs in 2017 but only played in 16 games before being traded to Minnesota? Would that be Derrick Rose? Heck yeah, it was. Very nice. All right. Right out of the bat. That was a long Isaiah question. Isaiah Thomas for a second. That would have been a bad mistake. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back up the Brinks truck, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, sir. All right, would you like Thanks. to move on to question two for a 12-pack of Labatt? Let's do it, please. Chris, give it to me. Question number two for cash for a 12-pack of Labatt. In the 2018 draft, there were rumors the Cavs had an opportunity to trade up with the Hawks for the third overall pick. But the Cavs declined. Who did the Cavs end up selecting with the eighth overall pick in that draft? The 2018 draft? The 2018 2018 draft. Gosh. um... Think it through. You got this one. (laughs) Was it uh, Colin Sexton? Nice. Boom, winner. Well done. Well done. Uh, Colin Sexton, it was. Basketball reference pays 2018. off. <laughs> All righty. Are we playing on for cash for a 24-pack of Labatt? Let's do it. What do I got to lose? Well, besides 12 beers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Question number three for cash for a 24-pack of Labatt. The Cavs play the Hawks on Thursday. In 2001, Cleveland received Jim Jackson, Anthony Johnson, and Larry Robinson in a trade with the Atlanta Hawks. Which point guard did the Cavs send to Atlanta in that deal? 
2001. Oh, this is tough. This is super tough. This is a. This is a. I feel like this is a 24 and a GVR question. <laughs> um, was it Andre Miller? So think it through, and I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a hint here. Okay. Because you got the GV shirt on. All right. Okay. He was the Cavs' first round pick. In 1997, he made the all-rookie team. Seven, okay. Uh, Not sure if this is right. I'm going to say Brevin Knight. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That's right. All right. That's impressive. That is the cramming coming in. Basketball reference. That's what it was. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Yeah. Well done. Well done. All right. I feel like after that one, you have to move on. No pressure. But would you like to play on for a case of Labat Blue Light and a GVR shirt? Absolutely. Yeah. And you right. still got a lifeline left. Yeah. Got the lifeline. You want to use it. All right, question four. Last time the Cavs made the playoffs without LeBron was 1998. Which Cavalier guard led the NBA and made three-pointers that season? Led the entire league overall, three-pointers made. Led the NBA, yeah, and made three-pointers. 1998. Was it Steve Kerr? So is that going to be your final answer? And I will give you one more hint. Okay. You might want to use your lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said, I was like, no, that wasn't that wasn't right. Yeah. Music. Give him a hint, Dave. Yeah, another hint. Or do you want to use your lifeline? Well, there's, there's there's a hint at the bottom we could give him. Do we not well, I wouldn't use the lifeline, except I'm doing this on my phone, so I don't know if I can like get off of that. No, we can call. All you have to do is private chat us there, that number, and I will call him from my personal cell phone, so it'll come up as a West Virginia number. Long story, don't ask about it. <laughs> and they will answer, and we will bring them on the air. Do, gotcha. do you think there's someone that would know the answer to this? Uh, very possibly, yeah. Okay. Who, uh, mm-hmm. who off the top of your head would, would we be calling here? I think it would be my buddy Chris. He's, a, a, I would say, a bigger mm-hmm. Cavs fan than me as well. Um, so, Okay, okay. I can, I can shoot you his number. Let me uh, – I think I know it off the top of my head. Let me see. I'm typing really? in. I don't, I don't know anyone's number. I was going to say, this must be a really good friend of yours. Tonight. Yeah. Well, he's literally been my best friend since I was born. It's a long story, but uh, our parents were friends all through high school. And uh, he's known me since I was born. He's about seven months older than me. And, uh, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our well, guests are all movie. <laughs> if he doesn't know, just, just <laughs> own him. You're not friends anymore. Lifetime friends trying to unite to win a case of beer. Do you know yeah, music would be Oh, great he dropped out. That's oh, all right. No. He's probably looking up the number. He'll be back. We got the number. Oh, we got the number. They were friends first. Then they were enemies. They were enemies. <laughs> they were friends again. And they went on a stupid show to win a 24 pack and a GVR shirt. Nice. And there's his number. We'll bring him on with 
Just right. ask him straight yeah. up. Oh, no, get it before he gets back on. We got it done. We got it done. <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of all right. So we are. What are the chances he answers? First of all, it's Chris, some right? Random number. Yeah, it is Chris, and it was. Uh, did you see what I I sent you in the chat? Yeah, we got. Oh, it. Oh yeah, we got it. Okay. We are dialing now. Is he on Twitter? Uh he's on Twitter. Yeah, he weirdly doesn't follow me, even though he's my best friend. But, I think he just wants to keep like Twitter and real life separate. So I guess I respect that. Smart so man. Chris. Yeah. Chris, we have Ryan here <laughs> and we're doing uh-huh. trivia right now. And Ryan is calling you oh, as man. his lifeline. He said, oh, no. he said, you guys are lifelong <laughs> friends. Known him since you were a kid. And he said, you're a bigger Cavs fan than he is. So you'll know the answer to this. Oh, boy. Okay. So no pressure. No pressure. He's at the end. This is the final question, too. It's the last question. Yeah. This no is pressure. Or break. This is it. <laughs> Dave, you want to go ahead and read the question? Sure. All right, Chris, this is the question, and he will win a 24-pack of Labatt and a GV Art shirt. So make sure you claim some of that, at least a couple of the beers. All right. The last sure. time the Cavs made the playoffs without LeBron – was 1998 which cavalier guard led the nba in made three pointers that season oh man ah. <laughs> oh man i'm, struggling I'm gonna, I'm gonna give both of you a clue there they received him from the suns in a trade just before the season. Mm. Ooh, I, th- I might know this actually now. It's going to be tough to come up with this. Person. This was page 64 of basketball reference today, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I might have missed that one. I don't know. <laughs> All right, was talk, it, talk uh, it Was it Wesley right. Person? That's a good guess, I think. It's a good guess. What was it? <laughs> yeah, we told answer? you that. We, is this going to be your final answer? Yeah, sure. I think I heard cheering, so I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> Premature cheering. You are correct. We have you are correct. Yeah. You have won. You are a billionaire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My premature right. Tremendous. Well done, Chris. Well done, Ryan. Tremendous. <laughs> Wesley Person. What right. an answer. Buddy. That was well done. Out that of was nowhere. Well done. From three point well, thanks, range. Guys. Clutch this lifeline. Is, uh, this too. was a weird call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you picked up. Yeah. We get that a lot. We get that a lot. <laughs> All thanks, right. Chris. All right. Thanks, Chris. Yep. We'll see you. What the hell just happened? Yeah. (laughs) You said it shows up as a West Virginia number, too? A West Virginia number, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe he answered. I'm surprised he answered, you know, especially with all these people getting the phone calls about extended life warranties on their cars and stuff. (laughs) For sure. I get a call like that. that that. At 950 on a Monday, he said, you know what? I got to take this. (laughs) The man's got children, too. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well done, Chris. Oh. All right, Ryan, man, congratulations. <laughs> Taking home a case of Labatt and the GV Art shirt. 
Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was uh, an honor to be on. I appreciate it. Well, as is tradition, too, anyone who wins, we give you a minute. Give us a quick rundown on the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, what you're seeing. They just won tonight against Orlando, and what you see for the next few games before the playoffs and maybe what they can do in the playoffs here, Ryan. Well, I mean, it was – I don't want to be a downer. Like, I mean, it was definitely an exciting start to the season. They lose Rubio. They lose Garland for a while. Now we have Jared Allen out. And uh, did I just hear D Wade has a season ending injury he's as done. well? Something yep. like that. He's, yeah, done. he's done. So, you know, they, for the playoffs, they definitely need Jared Allen back and to be able to play and be at a hundred percent. Cause they missed that rim protector for sure. I really want them to miss all that play in stuff because I, I don't want them to, you know, have the whole season be for not after losing a, what is it? One or two games in the play in whatever it is, yeah. but not to be cliched, if they do make the playoffs and they make like the regular playoffs, they, uh, <laughs> my buddy just texted me on the screen. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> if they do, they could make some noise in the playoffs, I think, uh, depending on who they play, you know, what their seating is and whatnot. And uh, I just, I, I mean, I like the way that Bickerstaff has them play. If they play together and everybody is, uh, you know, on the same page, then uh, it'd be really fun to see them go, you know, into the second round, perhaps, if they can get a nice uh, victory in the first round. I don't know who that's going to be. I mean, it's probably going to be somebody pretty tough, but, um, you know, that's why they play the games. Anything can happen. And I think they've got a good shot to uh, do some damage. Dylan Windler. NBA Finals MVP. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Got to ride the hot hand. So, <laughs> Ryan, greatly appreciate the time, man. Congratulations again. And uh, go Cavs, go Browns. Go Cavs, go Browns. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good stuff, Ryan. Ryan with the win. Good stuff. Always love when we use the lifeline. That's one of my favorite things. Wesley person. I, I can't believe that we've never Ooh. had an instance where the, where the lifeline doesn't pick up. Yeah. Which is yeah. so surprising. Like I get so many I would not pick, calls, yeah. I never pick up if I don't nope. know the number, especially nope. a West Virginia number. No, nah, I'd be like, no way. Well, yeah, they just know. I also yeah, it just I think, comes up as reflog and they're like, no, oh, I think I think one. Dollar Dog Nick briefs them like, hey, in the event that you don't know an answer, like we have the lifeline. I think people know at this point. That would be a good producer. Yeah, I don't know. They seem kind of surprised always by the whole process. But nonetheless, maybe he does. I don't want to steal his yeah. thunder. <laughs> say he's doing less than what he is. Let's give him credit great for producer. it. Right? He's a great yeah, we'll producer. give him credit. He's a great job. producer. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's let's talk some quick headlines. Because we've got a lot going on in Cleveland. Cleveland headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Look out for future giveaways for awesome Browns signed gear. Uh, check those out on Twitter, retweet, follow both us and TSE Cleveland for your chance to win each week. Okay, so we had the Browns presser. Obviously, that's kind of old news, but kind of weird to watch. Uh, did Friday's presser change anything for for you guys with this team in this offseason? Or is it kind of what you expected that we were going to see? It's kind of what I expected. I'll tell you what, I put it out there on Twitter. Um, 
you know, did the Browns quote unquote win the press conference? That's what we always look for in off season is whether we're winning press conferences or we're losing it. And I'm not trying to minimize everything around Deshaun Watson, but I wanted to get everybody's just honest assessment sure. of the press conference and everything that the Browns put on. I, I kind of thought it was goofy personally, the way that they put it on, but, uh, People voted, and uh, over 60% said uh, the Browns won the press conference, which if you consider how cynical Twitter is overall, um, I consider that a big win for the Browns. Um, I, I think that probably the, their message came out um, the way that they wanted it to. It was received fairly well amongst the fan base. I know that there are people who are in their camps who aren't going to be happy. I understand the reasons for it. Uh, but I will tell you that in a poll of, you know, over 10,000 people, 60% said they did a good job. And, and like I said, for, for the nature of Twitter, the nature of social media, and just the cynical nature of it overall, to have that kind of a result that says they're doing the right things with it. Yeah, and it was kind of a lose-lose, right? I mean, there was no, you're not walking out of that presser like, oh, yeah, here we go. When you're not pumped up. That's the funny thing. Isn't it weird that you're not yes. pumped up? You got a new player. You got a new quarter. I mean, new quarterback yeah. face yeah. of the franchise, the, the top guy. And I mean, not that's nothing in professional sports more important than a quarterback of an yep. NFL team. And you walk out of that thing and go, okay, well, we didn't really shoot ourselves in the foot. All right. right I feel okay about that. It's so weird. The, yeah. And that just speaks to the weirdness of the whole situation. And like Chris, to your point there, like at the end of that, like I, th- I thought they did an okay job. They, you know, they stuck around. They didn't. They they answered the questions as much as they could. I think, especially Andrew Barry. But like at the end of it, doing like the jersey lift and smile. Yeah. I'm just like, this is so weird. We didn't have to do that in my mind because this wasn't. I don't know. I guess. I mean, they do. were always yeah. They were always gonna do it. It was just the the line of questioning. It was deservedly the mood was just like not good. You know, like it was it was just a very negative vibe in there and that's because of some of the off the field stuff with Deshaun Watson if it was you know Russell Wilson Aaron Rodgers were maybe throwing a parade around the facility you know with him holding that jersey in a big float so I don't know I mean I I agree with everything that's been said I think you guys hit the nail on the head it was extremely awkward there was nothing else that he could have said but at the same time, they had to do it. They had to get out in front of those questions. They had to take the picture. They had to announce him formally. He's a member of the Cleveland Browns, and we move forward with the rest of the offseason. There's a lot more holes that need filled. There's still a draft. There's still free agents to be signed. we got to move past this and uh, really start just moving on, doing other stuff. I, I yeah. hear you on that, but I don't think we are. Going it's weird, to. isn't it? I I think everybody's thinking, okay, now we get the presser out of the way. We can really start focusing on the field. Even when we get into games, I mean, right now, that presser was mostly Cleveland giving the feedback, right? I mean, there's a little bit nationally, but wait until we get into the season. And that's when the national folks get to have kind of their way with this whole situation, you know? So you kind of get another wave of it. So as much as we say, okay, this is going to put this in the rear view, I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. And these allegations and everything else is, is, you know, important enough and serious enough that I don't think it necessarily should, but it's just going to create just weirdness for us in the fandom, you know, to, to be, you know, not only just trying to go out there and root for a team, but then also have all this stuff in the background going on. 
and it's legally yeah. ongoing too, right, Chris? Absolutely. So like, like, is this for, guy going to be? Yeah, like, is he going to be flying back and forth to fight this stuff while the season's trying to be played? Uh, I don't know. That way. It yeah. sounds that way, depending upon how the courts and the courts have a lot of latitude when it comes to this stuff. So the courts can decide what they want. You get a judge, one particular judge who decides he wants to take a stand, you're going to be in trouble, and he he could. You know, do whatever he wants to. It's his courtroom. So and this could take a long time, right? Like this twenty-two is... cases. I mean, <laughs> unless they're going to be diligently working behind the scenes to try and settle as much as they can, because these are civil suits. But you know, anything can happen. Heck, we saw what was it last week? We kind of had according to Watson, though. Yeah, we had a surprise come out. You know, a uh, a legal suit. You know, not suit, but um, yeah, another accuser's case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on the on the legal side, not on the civil side that we didn't see coming. Now, apparently the Browns knew it was coming, and that was also, um, you know, went up in front of a grand jury and came down, and, and they did, did not indict him. But, you know, how many more of those surprises are we going to have now on the civil side of, like, he has to go give a deposition? You know, there's all these things off the field on top of what you normally go through as an NFL player preparing for week by week. So it's going to be a wild season, gentlemen. Yeah, we, we've had some very long off seasons. This will be, it already has, but it will continue <laughs> to be the longest off season I think we've ever experienced. What if I told you we did a significant <laughs> upgrade at quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, and it could still potentially be the longest off season we've ever experienced as Cleveland Browns fans. It's pretty it's the multiverse. Wild. It's the multiverse, yeah. man. It's crazy. The muniverse, uh, as we like to call yes. it. Yes. Another weird thing, I, I guess more on a positive note, is the move has attracted some wide receivers that have previously <laughs> left the team. The Muniverse. <laughs> the Muniverse. Uh, a lot of reports out there. Jarvis, mutual interest with the Cleveland Browns. I don't know if it was his agent or who it was saying that he would he wants a legitimate quarterback. or I don't know exactly what the quote was. Nick, do you know what that was? Yeah, there there's a ton of stuff going on with Jarvis. There is something, you know, there's agent wars because he just fired his agent too. Right. So so you got to be careful with what you read because somebody's doing damage control and somebody's doing some damage. Um, there was also reports that he wanted $20 million a year. Like there is just so much Insane. going on. But, uh, but yeah, there definitely is mutual interest between Jarvis and the Browns. That is real. And Nick, would you welcome back OBJ? There's been a lot of uh, talk about that as well. Here's the thing. Yeah, here here's the thing with OBJ, right? It it's a great storyline right now, but it really doesn't make sense for either side. Like we just talked about the Watson thing and and let's be let's be candid, what a headache that has been for the last week and a half. How about you bring in a guy that that publicly bashed the organization and that told opposing players, hey, don't come to Cleveland. And I get that his gripe was with Baker Mayfield. I think it looks bad for optics. I know they're exchanging pleasantries publicly now. And Kevin Stefanski said that he liked coaching him. He respects him as a person, as a player, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't make sense. The guy's knee is torn in half again. He's not going to be healthy until God knows when. He's not going to help Jacoby Brissett or whoever the hell starts week one. It, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense right now. But if Odell comes back, hell yeah, I'll root for him. It'll be a Brown. And, and I hope that he brings us the memories that we thought we were going to have with him the first time. That one Jets game where we had the, the slant to OBJ. Maybe we could get more of that. Who who knows? Um, yeah, maybe with another quarterback. We'll just Chris. get more fourth down drops. 
Chris, what what's going to happen with Baker? He's going to go to Detroit so he can be on Hard Knocks now. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, Hard Knocks was announced for the Detroit Lions for this upcoming season. How perfect would that be? You know, God. throw Baker in up there, buddy maybe, boy, chomp chomp. Yeah, maybe HBO just decides to pick up his contract from us and be nice because they really want those ratings this year. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I'm not here to figure out contracts and things like that. I just think it'd be fantastic to see him up there in Detroit and be able to watch him on our TVs. How about that? It'd be must watch. Who would start, Goff or Baker? Who cares? It would, it would I want to see my quarterback. Quarterback controversy would be fantastic. Yeah. With Dan Campbell, too? Come on. We got to make it happen. I floated that idea out there on Twitter, of course. I had so many people from Detroit going, no, 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 absolutely not. No, we do not want Baker. Get that really? evil. You know are what? You, are you guys surprised by this at all? Like how f- far the mighty have fallen, if you will, where Baker, if we would tr- had traded him, you know, a year ago, <laughs> we would want multiple first round picks, I think. Now, it's bottom line, it's a bottom line league, and these fans yeah. are bottom line. We're close I, to it. I understand, so, but we're, so we're, we're talking about so a trade was injured. Yeah, and, and we're going to make excuses for him, but everybody else in the league sees the bottom line of what happened to the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield as a quarterback. Yeah. And you say, well, he was injured. They say, well, why was he in the ball game then? You say, well, because he wanted to be in. Well, <laughs> like, well, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, know? yeah, that is true, but but then, and, and I'm I'm as down on Baker right now, and just frustrated with the whole situation with him and how he's decided to handle. Really, ever since probably the Lions game forward has just kind of been a mess for him. But there are probably legitimately ten to twelve NFL teams that if Baker Mayfield was their starting quarterback, it would be an upgrade from what they have right now. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Baker Mayfield's an upgrade over Mitch Trubisky. The the Falcons, come on, Marcus Mariota was running QB draws into the end zone, and they were just forcing the guy into concussion protocol because he couldn't throw the football in va- Baker would be an upgrade over a lot of teams. So some of this national poop that's out there is is just that like i i don't know i i'm mad at him just like everybody else in cleveland and i hate that it didn't work but we're acting like yeah. the guy's johnny manzel and he's not like he right. could very well turn his career around still Tannehill did and Tannehill was way worse than baker dude talking about the longest offseason ever i just got a message from nick mullins um and i was like what the heck and i i texted him i go hey nick um this nick padone this is when i was working and amping myself up to for him to be our starter when okay. we have a quarterback and i'm just like oh man i'm just going all in on nick mullins f it what you can't get any worse no one can hurt me and i was like hey you want to come on the show sometime and would you like we could make a t-shirt uh for you and he's like i appreciate all the support man i don't think i'm in the position to be making t-shirts right now Oh, like, oh no! It's so like, like Mullins, I, that was I a DM from him. months ago, bro. No, like, I I messaged him. Um, yeah, like a day before Watson got here. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because Baker had demanded right. the trade, and everybody was like, Nick and Case Keenum yeah. got dealed, so it was like Nick Mullins QB one. Let's go. Heck yeah, I was ready. I was ready. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate. I like it. Nick Mullins. Ride with four. So do I, man. So do I.
Or what was his number? I think it was nine. Ride with nine. I don't know. Ride with. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. I was impressed there for a second. I was like, "How did you know that number right off the top?" That's man. Funny. That Raiders game was fun. Yeah, he should have come on right after that. Yeah, I was there. Still welcome yeah. on anytime. Yes, well, I would love to have Nick Mullins on. Nick, Cleveland, you can come on anytime. Cleveland legend Nick Mullins, come on. That's right. Absolutely, He's, he saved us. Like we were really probably going to start Jarvis at quarterback. Like if it weren't for Nick Mullins, I don't think people yeah. remember because it was in the midst of Baker Wars and Odell had just gotten shipped and everybody had COVID. But that was bad. That was like as bad as it could have been. Mullins yeah, I that. agree. Uh, speaking of how bad things can be, uh, opening day normally. Oh, no. Normally a holiday in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Cleveland scene put this out. More than 4,500 tickets remain for the Guardians' home opener. We are not that far away. That is crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you guys have been to opening day. It's it's insane. It's a sellout every single year. Yep. What would you say is the number one reason for this? Chris, I don't know if you agree with me, but I, I, I think it's not spending any money. Second lowest payroll in the MLB. I, I I agree with you. I think that's the number one answer on the board right now. But I will say that it's probably the storm, the perfect storm, if you will, of that, of some of the people who are upset over the name change. And then also people are probably miffed about the lockout, even though it really didn't affect any games here. You know, once again, we're going through a lot. You know, we just came through COVID. It's yep. a war going on. You know, the, the economy is going in the tank right now. I mean, there's a lot that people are dealing with on the day-to-day. They don't want to hear about billionaires and millionaires fighting. So they had to hear about that and why, how we couldn't maybe not have baseball this season. Um, and then you have a name change. And then, of course, we're not spending any money. We get a backup catcher and Brian Shaw back. And uh, I don't think that's really going <laughs> to light the fire under this fan base. So I think all of those factors probably – uh, go into it, but ultimately, I think it's just not spending money. Yeah, and it's just like, like there's Friday no night. buzz. There's no buzz about like the about the Guardians at all. Sack out there, spinning <laughs> the same yarns he was doing in here. That gets you Heck pumped yeah, up. Man. Yeah, man. It, it's just like the Browns made a blockbuster move, traded three first round picks for a polarizing player. The Cavs have had the most fun season since LeBron left. Like even though it's it's starting to to glide a little bit, it's it's been an absolute blast. And then he got the Guardians and and. Like everything Chris said, they they haven't spent a dollar. There's, you know, controversy over the name change, if you want to call it that, or disagreements. There, there's just no positive buzz, like, at all. You have to, like, Google search, is Tito coming back? Like, there was no celebration that Terry Francona yeah. was going to be the manager again. It like, weird. What We're are we doing? Back in the days of, we got uniforms and everything. It's really great. <laughs> Maybe Did they make the red redder? Maybe that's what they should do. They should oh just take the clip God. art baseball and make it brighter. You can't no. even get personalized jerseys no. right now for the Guardians. I tried to go in there and make myself a Guardians personalized jersey. You cannot yeah. do that online. And aren't they like $300? I saw some tweets. I, yeah. I, yeah. You, can, you can get the, the non-official game ones. for Yeah, cheap. those are the authentic ones. And I guess the authentic ones are in line with what they normally are. I was later told. Yeah. Gotcha. It, yeah. yeah. Just just angry DMs. That, that was Twitter. Right. The optics aren't yeah. great right now. And they get oh, no. out. But... <laughs> All right. Best and worst tweets.
All right, let's see what we have here for best and worst tweets. Let's go with best. Nick, what do we got for best? All righty, best tweet. We got it up on the screen right here from Spot Track. See, this is exactly what we were talking about, guys. Spot Track, they do all the contracts they put out there. It's going to take the Cleveland Guardians at least three years of payroll to match this five years, $230 million Deshaun Watson contract. I also did the math that at, at his current pay rate, Jose Ramirez would need to play like 13 more seasons to get what Deshaun Watson would get. Isn't that so, crazy? Uh, yeah, and With they say no salary cap. Yeah, no salary cap. And they say, you know, because of that, you know, raise your kids to play baseball. That's that's all you hear. I don't know. I feel like quarterback is a pretty good job to have. Just make sure they don't play for the Cleveland Guardians. What a bummer. You know, that, like, that's just sad. Like, it's fun. It, it's cool to poke fun and stuff, but it's just sad. Yeah, it's not great. Worst tweet, Chris. Worst tweet, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe. I think Gabe follows the show. He's ah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I don't know where this one comes from. Breaking explosive new video on Browns QB Deshaun Watson revealed by Peggy Gaelic and Ed Gaelic. He drove out of town for a massage, took his own towel. Team had no idea. New video and info on Fox 8 News at 5. That was good, Chris. That was very good. I Jeez. think your voiceover worked possibly here. Yeah, we gotta we gotta watch out. Fox is gonna scoop up Chris right from underneath. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna start reading these. I, I, I'm shocked. He had it. He brought his own towel, man. That's that's the damning evidence right there. Boy, oh boy. I, what I is that? A funny. What is that? Who most, does? Oh, only most Fox. people on Twitter just thought this was like satire. They're like, oh, who? <laughs> they're like. I had to check to make sure that was Gabe. You know, that was his account. No one had hacked him. It wasn't like Ballsack Sports or something. Gabe at Ballsack. (laughs) You know? Uh, He took his own towel. Team had no No idea. idea. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Could you imagine that? No idea. Yeah, and I love that. Zach goes on Big Play Reflog Show. Guardians report no idea he did that. Breaking, 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 breaking. Said the clip RG could have been a little bit more cool. Video at 11. He played along with us on that one. That was good. Yeah. He also, they also tagged the wrong guy. That's the best part of this tweet is that no. at Ed Gaelic is, Ed like Gallic the, is the wrong Ed Gaelic. And, yep. and it comes up to one that says buy this account too. So. <laughs> Either they're oh, really quick or they were really playing the long game on that one. <laughs> I feel like Ed Gallic doesn't really care about his Twitter account. No, I don't think so. He's too busy. Uh, he's too busy following these breaking stories, man. You think he's got time for Twitter? Putting microphones in people's doorways. That's Deshaun right. Watson just went into the Walmart. I think he's going toward. Yep. Yep. He's going toward the towel section, folks. He's picking up towels. Uh oh. As I said, longest offseason ever. Longest offseason ever. Nick, get us out of here, man. What's the thread count? (laughs) What's the thread count? Find out 11 video. (laughs) New cashier surveillance footage from the self checkout that I can't stop staring at while I'm trying to wait for my card reader to go through. Okay, good (laughs) stuff, guys. 
Big play reflog. What a show. Shout out, Zach. Please, Zach, for joining us. That was a whole lot of fun. Um, also, big shout out, as always, Shaq News. Go check them out, shacknews.com. Awesome video game content there. Go drink some Labats. Wear some GV art shirts. We will see you guys next week. Make sure to follow at Big Play Reflug on Twitter for your chance to win some signed merch from TSECleveland.com. And we will see you guys next Monday night. Peace. See you. It's time streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, the Big Play. Before-